0: Welcome, New Jersey Smarties, with your host, Donald Trump and Joe Biden.
1: Well, I, uh, I'm not sure what I'm doing here today. Um,
0: I really? thought you were just going to pick up and go with it. Um, it's huge. It's huge. Huge. So, what's going on, my friend? Nothing, Busy man. Week. It
1: was a hell of a weekend. It's raining uh, crazy up here in Jersey. It's the result of the storm that's coming up from uh, the Florida area. and Yeah, what's um, it, Ophelia, right? Ophelia, yeah, yeah. It's coming down kind
0: of pretty steady. It's not bad. It's not
1: terrible, but it's steady. Oh, it's coming
0: down here, yeah, in South Jersey. It's, it's. I actually just saw somebody posted a bunch of things up from the shore in Wildwood, and the waves were crashing up against the the bunkers up there yeah down i think by, it's, uh, hitting,
1: it's hitting it's uh, hitting more down the shore area than it is kind of up where, where we're located but I'm, I'm okay with it i mean you know what as long as it's not crazy rain that's causing all kind of damage it's all good we yeah need you need water.
0: you need a rainy weekend to kind of reset have a reason to stay in the house not do things just chill and kind of get in touch with your yourself and your loved ones
1: yeah yeah yesterday actually i went to my son's um play or musical um, breaking
0: news yeah, breaking update news.
1: yeah um, piano
0: mars rent rent opening night yeah. yeah
1: so tell me about it it was pretty cool um the theater was very very nice um it's not huge it's not small it's just right um intimate in a sense that you're kind of pretty close to the stage it it was uh pretty packed which was very nice um their opening night was actually friday we went saturday because i wasn't sure if i would be able to get up there after work but opening night he said that um it was just like mayhem people were just beyond uh, excited about it and um he played a couple of different roles. Uh, I'm trying to remember the man, which was the drug dealer in the in, in the show, uh, Mr. Jefferson, a um, couple of other ones, and he had a couple of solo um, debuts of singing a couple of different tunes. But overall, it was very nice. I did make fun of him because there's the scene when they're singing um, um, "I'll Cover You." Yeah. And uh, they all come out and they start singing it. I think it's that one, or maybe yeah, I think it's that one. I'll cover you. It's after the guy dies and they're kind of doing the funeral stuff. Uh, he was also a priest, by the way. Um, and mm. he, you know, he told me ahead of time. He's like, "Dad, I just want to let you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm 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 gonna cry on stage, you know, because everybody has to become tearful over this." And I said, "Don't do it. I'm telling you, I'll start laughing." And uh, (laughs) he's up there and he's like, you know, everybody's all teary eyed and I see him kind of look over at me (laughs) and he's like, you know, (laughs) and of course I told him afterwards, I said, I can't believe you, I can't believe you cried, you cried. And he's like, everybody was, I said, I don't care about everybody else. You cried. I said, that's a moment I will never forget. He goes,
0: I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) well i think i think um you know i i can't help but um live vicariously through your son in these moments and and say that you know some of the stuff that you were telling me earlier about how he had these people coming up to him afterwards and how people are asking him to you know be parts of other plays that is just super cool
1: it was it was very cool and i think one of the coolest parts is while we're sitting there um a bunch of girls and guys behind us were like oh my god omar was amazing i'm so obsessed with him he is so awesome oh my god (laughs) i can't wait to see him after the show i'm gonna give him a big hug and and my wife is like um should i tell him i'm their mother i said don't ruin the moment just leave it no no she goes but these are girls that are saying that and his girlfriend's sitting up front and i said it'll be all right it'll be all right
0: well i'm obsessed with him so that's okay Yeah, Yeah.
1: I'm obsessed with him. He's Uh, he's he's awesome. It is pretty awesome um, because growing up, he was uh, you know a small kid. He wasn't that big in stature. um, wasn't into sports, and like I wanted him to find himself and find what drove him to do things. And um, it took a little bit of time. When he found his music, he just he was all in. He just would Mm. not like stop at all. He found uh, something that made
0: it click for him. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and it's very, very cool. many ways, I'm extremely envious of his ability to do the stuff that he does, but we all have our different talents. I mean, he can pick up almost any instrument and be able to play it, and it's all self-taught. Even his voice lessons, he taught himself by going online and trying to model after other musicians and how they sang and get his optics up or whatever they're called um but yeah he he's um very talented young kid and i can't wait to see what he's doing next because uh he was he was asked if he could be a part of a couple more plays um he's not sure if he'll be able to just because school and everything else you know so he he's he's on target with his dream which is very cool
0: yeah that is very cool um I, I love this for him. I'm actually going to I was actually going to uh, send him a quick note and but I'll do it here and you can pass it along or he can just listen to our podcast in here. Um, I think for his YouTube channel, he should sing some songs from rent to get people to go and see him.
1: I keep telling him to put more stuff. He says he's very busy with school, which I understand. I mean, he, um, I don't. Yeah, he's still got,
0: And we got to keep in mind, he's still in school doing schoolwork. work. I was just about point, to say,
1: know? I mean, you remember theater being in school and this was not a school production. This was um, an out of school production that he would go to school all day long and then he would go to practice until 10, 11 o'clock at night and then go back to his dorms and get ready for class the next day. And, um, it's, again, it's pretty awesome to see how he's committed and dedicated, not just kind of taking things for granted. So, uh, I told him yesterday, I said, enjoy it for every bit that you can and, um, just have fun with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll have to check back up with him and have a, I I want him to sing a rent song and then we could play it on here. That could be him singing or something. That would be cool. Um, so what else is going on in the world? busy week like i said right it was i went back to my wood shop today and i'm trying
1: to finish up my uh treasure chest that i've been making for about the last six months
0: because you're a pirate i'm a pirate yeah Uh, yeah yeah um you know it's funny uh during the week i was watching all right america's got talent like i just i actually just recently started watching it okay i just recently started watching i wasn't really watching it before i mean i knew the premise and something hit me it hit me like really like hard and i was just like huh no and, and and this is one of the things i want to talk about so they do this thing obviously have you ever watched it yeah so they do the thing and they pick the they. they they take the group of whatever 10 and break it down into five. And then two of those people are going into the finals. And then once they have all the 10 set up, you get one person you could save throughout the whole cycle.
1: Is that the golden
0: ticket? No, no, no. The golden ticket is like when they're getting in for auditioning. Um, No matter what anybody else thinks, if the one person judge gives them the golden ticket, they get the golden ticket. This is something different. This is after and they, and they actually don't get voted into the finals. Your, the audience America votes, right? So this is, they get to this point and and, and if anybody's familiar with it, you have, an, you have an app on your phone and you can vote for all these people in. Well, when it comes to this save, they say, okay, during this moment, okay, after, we, after each judge picks their person that they want to be considered for the save, there's four of them, you go in and vote and then they have that response within 10, 15 minutes. So at the end of the show, they announced this. And they announced this with complete clarity. So out of a million and something people that voted, this person win. One. How do you do that? How come we can't do that for elections? How come we still can't get elections right? What's I, going I on? I don't
1: understand. What do you mean by that?
0: So... Why can't we go and vote and, and yet we wait we wait two days for final results our, and our and people who actually go to these boxes and why can't we just vote by phone? Be able to push our finger in, uh, authenticate ourselves and vote, and then have these answers on these elections within 10 minutes. I don't think America's
1: got talent this is as important as an election. I mean let, let's Yeah, get but how do they here. do
0: it and America can't do it? Where's well, that technology?
1: Because they, Come on. Probably they don't care about the hackers. I mean, it is what it is. But when you're talking about, I mean, it, you're talking about world domination here compared to entertainment. You, you really think that you can compare the two? You really can't. That's like saying, you know, how come in a high school election, they can elect the president of the high school and we can't elect the president for the United States? Because it's not that important.
0: Yeah, you know, and I hear you. And I don't necessarily completely disagree with you, but I do kind of disagree a little bit because I think the technology is there and we could definitely make it better so that we get our results clearer. There's no dead people voting because they've hacked
1: into the systems multiple times. And I mean, look at what's happening with MGM out in um, in, in Vegas. They hacked right. into it. The ransom hackers, man, it's it, it, it's unbelievable I was I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Like, how is it that now the internet has become so unstable during a time that you would think we have the best technology in the world to make it stable? Where people are hacking into hospitals and holding hospitals ransom, or they're gonna throw out all their medical records and get them fined millions and millions of dollars and possibly get them shut down. How are they hacking into the IRS? How are they? I mean, there's the hackers are the biggest problem with this. I, th- I honestly when it comes to elections, let's go back to old school. You got to show up, you got to punch the ticket and move on. You're always going to have people cheating. There's not going to be anyone anywhere that's going to say, "Oh, I'm 100% honest." Everybody wants to sway it their way. And I think that's the biggest problem is we have elections occur And, you know, I know John's going to vote for me. And then John goes in there and the last minute he changes his mind. And I'm like, oh, no, no. See, somebody screwed that up because I know John's going to vote for me. And there's no way he would have voted for anybody else. Where the reality is, John didn't want to vote for me. And he was just kind of standing next to me saying, yeah, yeah, I'm on your side. And there's no way I'm going to believe that because when I go to you, you're too afraid to say, yeah, I didn't vote for you. Right. So then I end up going into the conspiracy theory. It's got to be conspiracy. I mean, they did this in purpose. They, they rigged the votes. They changed the numbers. They, it, it's, it's a shame, but it has a lot to do with our character as, as a country, as a system, where we trust nothing and nobody. And that goes back to the people in charge.
0: Right. And I think I I think we saw exactly what you were saying in the last election. I think a lot of people said they were going to vote, or even in the last two elections, I mean everybody said, "Oh, I didn't vote for Trump." Well, how did he get that many votes to get in to begin with? You know, people had to vote for him. Um, I, I, and as far as the hackers go, um, I that I, I don't know. I mean, that's a deep dive for me because I, I'm still trying to, you know, I know people who well, aren't work you for still
1: using dial up. What? Aren't you still using dial-up modem to, to get on the internet? So for you, no. you, you're having a hard time because you're still using dial-up.
0: No, no. Listen, <laughs> I have less. Pro- Listen, this is probably going to jinx me now. I have less problems with my internet here than you do there. So <laughs> let's be fair about it. And I know you're the tech man here. Well, I do know The that.
1: problem with my setup here in my home is um, there's too many users and they end up screwing around with stuff and they invite viruses and all kind of things because they're, they're just like click happy, and especially the older generation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It just clicks on anything that comes up, not realizing that it's a virus or it's something that's going to, and then it shuts down my internet and I got to go back in there and clean it out and put it back on. So the, the firewalls and securities are in place. The problem is, The users. That's where it goes back (laughs) to.
0: It's always user error. But to get back to this, the hackers. I know people who have worked for companies who the companies have been shut down for two days because the hackers got in, stole the information, and yet they're able to hold that information ransom to the companies. Did you ever hear this? Yeah. It's called ransomware. But like it's called ransomware. It's
1: literally called ransomware.
0: Yeah. So it's it's literally like and and the authorities really can't do much because they can never catch them because they're always like one step ahead of them. Um, It's amazing to me. I don't know. Not just that.
1: There's actually a couple of movies and shows about that that um, are pretty they're pretty awesome. When you take a look at them, my wife was sharing with me um, some guy. I don't know if he's on TikTok or YouTube that he he's a hacker. And whenever these scammers call up and they're like, oh, you know, you won $10 million. Come and, you know, all you have to do is send me your, uh, your bank account and blah, blah, blah. And um, he says, you know, the best thing you could do is keep them on the line and play along with them because they don't want to stay on the line too long.
0: Mm-hmm. It ends
1: up exposing their IP address and their MAC address and all the wonderful things from a technology standpoint. Um, so that's why, it, you know, I love when I get the spam calls, right? Right, right. You just keep them going. Yeah, yeah. You know, they call me up and they're like, oh, um, you know, I'm calling from the IRS and I'm like, oh, no, I'm so scared. What am I supposed to do? And the, right. guy, <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, this is very serious. I said, I know, I know. How much money do I owe you? Oh, well, you owe $10,000. I'm like, okay, um, can I give it to you in pennies? I'll count them out, and I'll line them up. This is very serious, and I'm like, okay, okay. Um, you're scaring me, and and I'll go, I'll go on. And I mean, I, I, I actually enjoy keeping them on the line and goofing with them for as long as I could, especially when I used to drive two hours each way to work and home. They entertained me for the longest time, and... Um, <laughs> I think you were on one of them with me when. um, Yeah,
0: I've been on a couple with where
1: they they hang up on me like after I start giving them the information that they're asking for because they realize that
0: it's um, it's amazing to me. They call you to waste your time and try to, you know, trick you. And yet they get agitated to hang up on you when you do the same thing to them. So, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So, listen, we are a podcast that is real talk, real people. Tell me, like, political thoughts. What do you think about this upcoming election, about the players involved? Um, But Let's go back to
1: what you brought up. I mean, there's some serious stuff going on right now in the United States where— our former president is being indicted and he, him and a bunch of people have been charged with fraudulent stuff. So the question is like, at what point does it become, I don't know, crazy that we can't depend on the, the, the people in charge to do the right thing and
0: give us the best answers. Well, you know, what's funny is when you, and that's a that's a very good question is, you know, how do we how do we figure this out with these with this going on? But when I look at it, I'm, I'm I just this is what I see. We have to pick the best of the worst every time. Every time. Why are we not picking up like, um you know, two great candidates and oh, it's you never hear anybody say it's a hard decision because they're both so good. Because at the end of the day. Yeah, we know Donald Trump is getting indicted. He's been indicted for numerous things. It it doesn't look good. And then on the flip end, they're indicting Biden's family. You know, he's you know, repeating himself. I think showing it's so embarrassing something.
1: to the rest of the world, man. It's so embarrassing. yeah, I know.
0: And it's like it's like you forget that it's almost like if we went back to the '60s where technology and availability for news. Um, news fractions and medias and all that just didn't have this available information all the time, 24 seven, we would probably look a lot better. But when you start, when you, when you got Trump, who's definitely the forerunner of the GOP and you got Biden, who's saying he's going to run, but yet his family is, is being indicted. There's issues there where he may be involved. He showed, I actually read a great article the other day and it was, and I think I started telling you this. It was, um, he was repeating himself. He repeated the same speech and got lost and looked at the guy's hand and was seemed very out of sorts.
1: <laughs> right,
0: right, yeah, and then all them, right? But it, 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 the article started off with, remember the last year of Reagan's ter- uh, second term where he started showing um, con- uh, cognizant um, problems in his brain? Cogn- what's the correct word there cognitive issues cognitive that's it cognitive um issues so and the, and then you, we, we all remember that we remember going uh uh you know when reagan would do this and shake his head and we were like what the hell well but it's like, very this well is known 10 times
1: worse yeah it's very well known i mean as we get older we forget stuff to begin with i was talking to a really good friend recently who's a very smart woman and um Like it was was surprising to hear her, and she's not that old. She's only a few years older than me, and she's like, "Um, "What's that word?" Um, um, um." And it 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 happens. It happens. I Mm -hmm. mean, it could be from organic, like you know, just getting old. Uh, It could be from medical issues. It could be fatigue. And for to be the president of the United States, if anybody was to go back and take a look at any president. They started off like. Look at George W. Bush.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Look started at off Clinton. looking all young, right? Yeah.
0: Look at Obama. Obama was he was the he was one of the most recent ones during recent times, where you saw him just age in yep. eight years,
1: yep, and and, and <laughs> age like phenomenally fast. It was like yeah, he was yeah, on yeah, the just fast not the gray track hair, to get old. But just the the Everything.
0: eyes and the face and. And everything. And then, you know, and again, this to me, this isn't about politics. You know, when I look at this aspect of it, you've got Trump, who obviously thinks he's above and superior, which, let's be fair, you and I know this as well, when when you, you have older parents and, and they, they get to a point where they're just like, yeah, I'm old, I don't care, no one's going to do anything to me, I'm an old person.
1: And I'll say whatever and, I want right, right, to say. Right, right, and do whatever I want to
0: do, that yep. type of thing.
1: But he, but here's right? the thing, I mean you really have to be a narcissist to want to be in that role. Your yeah, ego and, and, has to be beyond belief.
0: Right. And if you go back through through videos of looking at Trump when he was younger and yeah, he's definitely got that. Now, forget about, again, the politics involved and who runs the country better compared to in between the two. Then you take Biden. And, you know, I listened to an interview and I think you listened to the same interview, too, where he gets up every morning and he he has a he has a trainer come in and he does weights and he does this and he's up bright and early to get moving, get his blood pumping. But yet we're putting this guy out there, and he's just, it's sad. Like, he's hes old. He may want to do the job and sleep. may be the best person for it. Huh? <laughs> let him sleep more. Don't wake yeah, him up at him, 6 a.m. Yeah, let him sleep till Ted. What the heck? You know, the problems are still going to be there. No. But, like, we're, we're parading this guy out there, and then it gives, like you said, this weak look at... Oh my God, look how weak this guy is because. Have you seen, he's, not to interrupt, he's like a you, puppeteer. Have you
1: seen, did you see um, Saudi just actually, or one of those countries, just put out a video making fun of him and Kamala because when they went up to do some sort of interview, she had to keep guiding him to the podium and, and um, like bringing him back and trying to correct him on certain things. And everybody's goofing on us for that. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm it it really is like having grandpa right and you take grandpa out and grandpa's respected in front of everybody in the world and then grandpa opens up his mouth and you're like oh my god
0: well again let's just look at the bushes for a second you know the father george senior george bush i thought you meant you know rose bushes no yeah bushes in general um you know you look at them and you know, he he was the one who threw up at the, the Japanese dinner, correct, right? Didn't he throw up on, on somebody there? Um, and everybody made fun of him for that. And then the sun came in, and when the sun came food. in, I it don't was, know if you remember. The, it was bad huh? sushi. Yeah, it was bad sushi. Um, bad fish. Um, if you remember when the sun came in. You like a fried rice? You know, like a chicken with broccoli? You don't you know, like your fish still moving on the plate? <laughs> You, you want an
1: extra soy sauce on the side?
0: Oh no oh no 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 you, you'll take this fortune cookie um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, oh, so oh you don't like a fortune so you you bring food back up from your mouth onto prime minister lap yeah yep oh your fortune is you will you will vomit <laughs> vomit it, good feelings look, it comes it come true it come true
0: <laughs> It come true yay. No. So go ahead. You were saying about George Happy W.? Birthday. What was that? What was that scene from The Christmas Story where they're at the Japanese place no. and they're singing the Christmas song? Yeah, what, what, which Christmas song? was Rudolph that? the One-Nosed Reindeer. Was that what it
1: was? No, it was yeah, that's uh, something like that. It was something like, We wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, we wish you yeah. a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy, Happy New Year. Yeah, Day that, that, or that's, something, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. one of those. I don't remember, but yeah. So you were going to say well, about George you, W
0: when, when George W came in, if you remember correctly, everybody was like, Oh, he just got to like it. Cause his father, it's the name he's dumb as a box of rocks and this, that, and the other, but no one messed with us. And when they did, he came back and what he, he put down, he was a very stern leader with he, that. Well, uh, you
1: know, I, I, I went after after Saddam because, uh, he he tried to kill my daddy, right, yeah, anyway. right, 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 and everybody
0: could get behind a
1: good revenge story. F- right? Fool me once, shame on you. Right. Fool me twice, right? Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna happen again.
0: Yeah, everybody could get behind a good revenge story, but like when we sit there and we look at it, and then everybody thought Jimmy Carter was was weak. You know, you start going down these line of presidents, and um. I, I don't know. It's it's embarrassing. It's it's definitely embarrassing I think the
1: office of the president is not what we think it is. I think it's a political business and a lot of people don't seem to appreciate that. So when oh, I, it's
0: definitely become a business, yeah.
1: When I started working in government many years ago, um I remember you know, everybody was talking about we have to get a governor that is business oriented and a governor that really knows how to run businesses. And, um, and, and I agreed with that because, you know, they kept talking about the deficit, the deficit, the deficit. The reality is government is not in place to make money as a business. That's not what they do. Otherwise, they'd be on the stock market, right? There would be mm-hmm. a, a New Jersey stock that everybody would buy into. That's not how it works. What it works is trying to, that, the whole meaning behind the government is to try to help
0: people that need help
1: and to try to do your yeah. best in taking
0: care yeah, of the y- people. Yep, and you know that I, I, I feel strongly about this. And, and, you know, when you grow up in a small town, okay, and then you get involved in politics in a small town, and you realize that that small town of thinking doesn't relate to the level of politics so i've seen i've seen you have your township level politics and i've seen running elections on a small town level spending ninety thousand dollars that are funded by where by the next higher form of government the county and the county says if you do this you have to do this and that and that's where it starts Instead of being that grassroots campaign that it should be, walking door to door and saying, hey, Sam, I'm your neighbor, John. Listen, I don't like the way they keep our ordinance with lawns. I think we should keep our lawns nice and cut and short and edged in the front because everybody in town can see it. It's good presentation. I'm going to push for that. Instead, they start talking about all these things. Well, we have your taxes. You're this. Newsflash. Local municipalities have zero accountability when it comes to the taxes why because who's in charge of the taxes why did taxes go up in your town well because of school exactly right so and they have no control over that but they'll tell you that BS and that's what it's become and then they get this money funded by the county and they say listen we have a guy who would make a great solicitor in your town and this guy is could, could be the worst Could be the worst. And I could tell you that once you go against them, which I may have done, actually I did, um, they don't like it. And then all of a sudden, that money you gave them, you have to pay them back. Or you get their other person in. It's
1: it's a business. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, that's what we, like I always get into this discussion with people where they're like, you know, when Obama was in office, he should have, fought more for the minorities. He should, He's a minority, he, but there's a bigger picture involved. And if you get focused on one small thing, I'll give you a great example. You brought up small towns. Mm-hmm. How come many years ago, we all used to have our own um, city or even county trash company? Somewhere right, and down, now it's all
0: outsourced. Yeah, all right.
1: somewhere down the line... Somebody came up with an idea, they had to have been connected somewhere with this trash company, that Mm -hmm. this idea about, we're going to save millions of dollars by cutting this out and hiring this other company. This other company comes in for the first couple of years, you're kind of, hey, it's not bad, there's no disruption, you know, my taxes aren't going up, it's all good. Then it becomes a problem. They're not picking up your trash, or now they're saying we're only gonna, we're not gonna take anything that's gonna be outside of the can. It has to be our cans that you lose that they have to lease from us, right? And we and... pay sixty dollars each. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's where a lot of people don't don't understand or don't maybe uh, pay attention to that stuff until it's so out of hand that they're like, oh, this is unfair, and that's unfair. You know, it, recently, um, I applied for my gun permits. I think I told you this, right? Right. So many, and, and not even many, maybe 10, 15 years ago, maybe 10 years ago, not even that far uh, back, it cost like $5 to get a gun permit. Right. Now it's 25 And then $21 on top of that, so this way you can get your background check done. Why? It's all outsourced. There's so many different things that are being outsourced and, and the town still wants to make their money. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, it almost causes like a, a hindrance for people to want to exercise whatever they want to exercise. Um, they, they just repaved our roads and that was nice of them. It, it was nice of them. But, uh, what my neighbors are telling me is that was supposed to be done 15 years ago. <laughs> So, so for fifteen years, what happened to that money that was allocated to pave the roads?
0: Right, that they probably received from some type of county function or county form, and then they used that money as a buffer, and then and then they wind up spending it, and they had to build it back up and steal it from somewhere else. I think steal. That's usually what happens, you know. And and going
1: back, strong word. They they didn't steal. They just reallocated monies.
0: Listen, I'll I'll use a better phrase. Um, Stealing from Peter to to pay Paul. How about that?
1: But you're still using the word steal. I think, again, they creatively allocated, reallocated money. Creatively,
0: yeah. Creatively. All right, creatively. Borrowed, kind of just moved things around. Listen, it all starts with Joe Goomba. Joe Goomba owns a waste management company. Okay. Wow. And Joe Goomba, right? Here we go. I can say this because why? No. I'm Italian. It doesn't matter. Yes.
1: You can't say that.
0: All right. I'm going with this. Joe uh, Goomba no. owns a waste management company. No.
1: <laughs>
0: Absolutely not.
1: You're wrong. But it- You're wrong. So just because some some paisans own uh, waste management doesn't mean that they're corrupt. I mean, come on, that's terrible.
0: No, there's a little bit more to the analogy. So, you know, you got you got your buddy who is the mayor or councilman in in a town or whatever. And they 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 got. Listen, it's no different than a real job and work. Okay, is you go there and you when you are in charge, you you know, a lot of the. A lot of people go in and they make changes right off the bat. And we all know what happens when you come in really hot and start making those changes and come in strong. You turn people off, you blow up bridges, and usually you don't get anywhere. Metaphorically blow up bridges. Metaphorically, yes, because we are a nonviolent podcast. With that being said, you know, you come in and you start looking at, well, what can I do to save the township money? Well, my buddy, Sam, Gumba owns a trash company I'm gonna have him come in give me a good rate for three years which coincidentally is the same amount as my time as my term in office and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lower some 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 rates down hey so you how, you in, 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 how you doing dude, this what is, this is good listen, fellas,
1: this is Goofella's garbage collection how you doing
0: well I made a and they, the they
1: actually give them contracts that, that so I I, I again I wasn't involved in politics, but I grew up in Hudson County, which is probably the most corrupt. I think it was labeled as the most corrupt county, not just in the state, but probably in all the United States at one point.
0: Listen, make no doubt about it that when it comes to like state elections, as far as governors, so on and so forth. North Jersey is the one who who picks them. They pick the candidates. They have the money. They have the the people in place. Did you see
1: what's going on with Menendez now? Him and his wife are (laughs) uh, are, uh, being investigated for corruption for like the hundredth time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because apparently You got some distractions going on over there. Yeah, yeah. She's you can't talk politics. She's she gets very fired up about it. So bring her on. Bring her on. My new source is 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 Carol, Um, and she was telling me that Menendez. There's a video of him going around counting money from all the kickbacks. And then when they came after him, he he now used um the fact that I guess he's um Latino. Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuban. Mhm. Yep.
1: But but, and, what, and, but what is that what does that have to do with anything?
0: Is it, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying
1: that he's Latino. What does that have to do with anything?
0: It's just a way it's listen, it's just a way to deflect and and get the pressure off of him.
1: Well, did you hear about Cruz?
0: No. Um, I might have actually go ahead.
1: Where there was again, they started investigating about him taking bribes and having, you know, uh accepted monies and things of that sort. And I don't have all the details, but this is kind of the gist of it. They went into his house and they they seized over a hundred thousand dollars in cash that he had in the house. And I again this could be totally wrong what I'm saying right now, but they supposedly were able to trace the money back to the people they were investigating for fraud. Right.
0: <laughs> Look, is that pa- crazy?
1: Listen, power is intoxicating and you you'll you'll never ever be able to understand that unless you get into a powerful position that people come to you and they want to give you stuff and you feel like, oh, this is this is normal. They owe it to me because I'm a great guy. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you're being given trips. You're being given all kind of wonderful things, just just so this way they could be able to be your friends, mm-hmm. and then they got you on the
0: line. Yep, and I'm telling you, I've seen. And, and again, this is when you live in a small town, and and this stuff is happening, and you're spending that type of money on. On a, a $90,000, what can you do with $90,000 in a small town? You can bring business in. You can use it for a marketing campaign. You can take it and and, and make the taxes lower, you know, add it to the surplus, whatever you, you can do. But these are small towns that are sitting there, and these things are happening. They're happening in these small towns. I still don't and
1: understand why you need billions of dollars for elections. Like, why do you no. have to have billions of dollars? to be able to
0: campaign no it's 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 absolutely crazy because because this is on on, you're not running for mayor of new york in a small town in south jersey that's surrounded by 90 percent of trees okay but yet they, they bring it to that level and then each level goes up and up and up and then you sit there and you go look and you go you know like I, I, in a weird way, I kind of respect Trump for putting his own money out for the campaign, and I think didn't Ross Perot do that too? Yep. Yep. Yeah, did. I love that guy. Bring that guy back.
1: Uh, <laughs> just, I just want to be able to say we're number one in the Pine Barrens, so don't take those trees lightly.
0: No, no, those trees are highly important, and they are where we plug in our Wi-Fi extenders. Exactly. So let's be fair about it. Yep. Yes. Yeah, but
1: but, but th- like politics is a very dirty game. And unless mm-hmm. you're willing to get soaked in the dirt and know it's going to be stuck underneath your, your nails and in crevices that you can't get to, then you really shouldn't get into it. No, man. Because in you, Inlet- your, your moral compass has to be like really so low in, in certain areas that you'll turn away from it. And if you, like Chris Christie, um, so I knew Chris Christie before he became governor. He mm-hmm. actually taught a class of Fairleigh Dickinson that um, I took, and he then became the state attorney general. You remember that? That was under George yeah. W. Bush.
0: Yeah, I actually had words with Chris Christie, so I'm not a fan,
1: but go ahead. But he was more than happy to um, advertise how he got that job. Mm-hmm. And he was more than happy to tell everybody that, you know, when George W. Bush came to New Jersey, I drove him around and showed him everything, and I helped with the campaign, and he promised me my job, and when he became president, I got my job. Mm-hmm. Now, the crazy part is, I have to say with Chris Christie, is when he was the state attorney general, he went after every corrupt politician and took them mm-hmm. down. He did a great job. He became governor, and there was corruption in some of the things he was doing, but he never ever like stood next to any one of those people, but knew about it.
0: Oh, I know. I know. I know.
1: The no-show contracts. I I mean, there was so many things. Even the whole thing where he wanted to reduce the the state employee pension and reform it. And um, at the same time, he was trying to close down a couple of state institutions, but then made a deal with the South Jersey politicians down there because he needed them, that they ended up getting what they wanted. And guess what? Yeah, same county ref- government. I'm talking about pension reform yep. happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in in South Jersey, there's one person and one form of government that you have to go through to get that money channeled up. That's what I mean. Like North, when it comes to elections, North and South Jersey are completely different. Um, in the sense where a North Jersey person can get elected and put in without anybody's help in the South Jersey area. Where South Jersey, if they say, okay, you're going to be the guy, you got to start kissing butt in North Jersey. Um, but then you still have that one powerhouse in South Jersey that can actually lift you a little bit higher if it's close Yeah, it,
1: it's it, it, It's been interesting to kind of see how politics rolls out. And um, what I did learn in one of my my classes that I took is New Jersey sets the pace for politics for the rest of the nation. Did you know that? No, tell me more. So apparently, this is back from the founding fathers days where um, this area is where a lot of the politics started. And that's when they started kind of putting certain rules and laws and different things down. And other governors would actually meet with the governors on the East Coast here specifically in New Jersey, and try to find out kind of what the pulse of things are. I can't tell you exactly why, but that's kind of how it it all formulated and ran out. And whenever you get together with politicians from New Jersey, the one thing that they will always tell you about is how what they put into place here, other states will try to emulate, and they will try to copy, That's why it was important for Trump, who is Jersey-based, to make sure that he had Jersey politicians around him and be a part of everything that he did. So there's something about New Jersey politics that actually sets the tone for the rest of the politicians there.
0: Yeah, and that's that's crazy when you think about it because at the end of the day, (laughs) we're not special. Like, how many (laughs) New Jersey politicians rise up to go into national politics so that's that's actually crazy to me to think that um not that i don't believe you i believe you 110 percent um didn't we have a president from new jersey
1: shame on you you're in politics and you don't know
0: no all right i'll just leave it out there yeah just leave it out there i'm not thinking about it um my you know as far as chris christie goes my run-in with chris christie um At the time, he was running for governor. So it was actually the September before because it was the fireman's convention down the shore. So apparently he gave the speech. At Wildwood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he gave the speech in the convention center. And at that time, if you remember correctly, what did he want to do? He wanted to take the state fireman's pension. Okay. And take that money and allocate it elsewhere because he didn't think we needed it or whatever it was. Um, so I was actually sitting at a pizza joint, my favorite pizza joint in North Wildwood. People who know me know who that is. Um, I will not start a flight here on the podcast. Um, Papa Joe, but nope, nope. Wrong. Pizza Hut. Not even close. Nope. Domino's. No, this is, <laughs> have you even been to the South Jersey shore area? When was the last time you came down here? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was sitting there and the person I was with got up and he went to the bathroom
1: frank's pizza
0: no close um it's Francesco. no 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 like it's one name though so it would be like bob's pizza or joe's pizza or actually you should get this anyway it's your pizza place sam's anyway. pizza yep so he came so his driver who he was sit- sitting outside and i guess he walked in and he was going to they were walking the boardwalk and he wanted, they wanted to eat there and like get votes or whatever. And his driver came up, tapped me on the shoulder and said, um, is someone sitting there? I said, yes. Well, can you slide down? I said, someone's sitting there. If I slide down, there won't be any room for him. He goes, well, I- I'm with Chris Christie, make room for him. And I looked up, I looked out and I said, and I looked at him and I said, you want to sit here? And he goes, yeah, that'd be nice. I said, no.
1: That and I went really- back,
0: that was rude. Huh? That was rude. It was rude. No, I was rude. That was rude. I was rude. I mean, I come on. I be nice to him. Yeah, it, it, nope. it has
1: nothing to do with him. It has just to do with... It, it, you take away from yourself. Uh, no, why, I, why would you have to be for, rude? How about if there's a stranger I've that you didn't from like?
0: I've taken myself enough in my life. You though. are the worst. <laughs> the, the, that, that's the lowest level of me taking myself You are life. really the worst. Hire.
1: I can't believe that that, that, <laughs> but, you, that you... But Terrible. But
0: he he just... I. I don't like his politics. Do I think when he was prosecutor, he was awesome. He did get rid of people. He did a lot of good. And that's how he got elected is based on that record. So
1: a little bit of history on him. He was the freeholder for Morris County. Didn't get along with the freeholders there. And they basically kicked him out.
0: I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, right. yeah, he, I believe
1: that. And a lot of the politicians he went after were part of that. Um, and And but he made a point. About how power can be intoxicating,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where a lot of these politicians, like they would have um, an invitation to go to this, I don't know, whatever it is, and it's $500 a plate, but they're comped on it because, you know, they're Mr. Joe politician and there's gifts waiting for them and their families. And it, it, there's a lot that goes on with politics. I remember a few years ago. I met with a city politician that was trying to have me uh, finagle federal funds um, to pay for the local fire department. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm sorry. I said, that's that's illegal, and I would not do that under anybody's direction. He said, well, you're going to have to find a way. And I said, again, with all due respect, and my bosses were there too, and I, I looked at them, and I said, with all due respect, this is not happening," I said. So if we continue with this conversation, I'm going to step out because I don't want to know what illegal activities you are planning. And of course, my boss said, "She said, um, you know, no, he's right. This is not something that we can mess with. It's federal funds; they're allocated for the the place that um, that we we manage. And and the I'm, I'll never forget the fire chief. He's like, well, you know, um, it would be nice if you guys bought us. Um, a couple of new pickup trucks, you know, um, and, you know, there's certain fire equipment that we need. Um, you know, we're only talking a couple of hundred thousand dollars. I, and I just remember looking at him like, are you squeezing me? <laughs> like, yeah. what, what, what are you trying to do? And, and there was almost like a veiled threat, like, hey, you know, if you guys have a fire emergency, we're not sure if we'll be able to respond if we don't have this kind of equipment.
0: I said, well, that would be a great headline somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you would be amazed how many times that type of scenario, not with just fire, but um, any any type of agency within a township or local level government I, I have, done that. I, have I think, done that. I think it happens a lot more than we know. Yeah. And I think I think there's a lot. You know, I made a joke at the beginning, but it really wasn't a joke. I mean. There's dead people that still vote, that have been dead for years, um, that still vote. So that level of, of of corruption, I don't know if that's the correct word for that level of whatever, just cheating in general, still exists on a lot of different levels. A lot of different levels. Whose fault um, is that, though? Um, I'm going to blame you. Okay. All right? All right. I don't know. I mean, I think it's I think it's I think it's everybody's fault because everybody allows it and nobody wants to say anything. But it goes back, you know, there's something that
1: happens every year that not everybody cooperates with. It's the census tracking, you know, Mm -hmm. And, and now the whole new woke environment is about I don't want anybody to know where I am, how many people in my house. Well, there's a reason if if, you know, Johnny's grandfather died 50 years ago. But meanwhile, there's still mail and everything coming to that house in Johnny's grandfather's name. Then the assumption is he's still alive. Mm-hmm. There and is that no means way he's going to
0: get a, a ballot that he can mail in for a ballot. Voting. Correct. Yeah.
1: And there's no way to reconcile that stuff because it's not like when, when Johnny's grandfather died, um, the death certificate goes to the Census Bureau, to the federal government, to whoever else for them to take him off. There is no system that lines up that way that automatically, as soon as you hit this button, it, it sends it to 15 or 20 different places to to say, take them off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've heard stories. I know I have where people were collecting social security checks 30 years after they were dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how yep. is that happening? Because again, there's so many hands and not enough for you to go through and see, Oh, This person is, you know, 150 years old. Um, We should probably see if this person is really still alive or not. Right. It's an automated process. goes back to the whole computer thing. It's an automated process that you end up getting yourself wrapped into, and you just believe the computer will not make any errors. So back to your first comment when we started this, America's Got Talent is not that important for people to go and vote. It's not gonna affect you or me in any kind of way. It's not gonna you affect You mean voting in elections? No, I'm talking voting for America's Got Talent. And whether it's I... right or wrong, or the information is accurate, or things are being Oh right, done... right,
0: right. It's not it's not important. Yeah, it's yeah, not important. Way.
1: It it's not gonna affect you or you or so the, so or the I
0: regulations would. wouldn't work. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right,
1: right. Exactly. That's like if I created something right now and I tell people to go on there and vote if they if they want this or they don't want it. Well, um, I'll come back and I'll say you know out of uh, two hundred and fifty thousand people that that uh, answered the questionnaire, um, two hundred and forty nine voted yes and one voted no. Well, it could be literally ten people going in and putting in for all those people you wouldn't really be able to know unless you have this very sophisticated tracking system and you have people. And I think that's where people get turned off is when you start having them put in verifying information, So security address, um, bank accounts, credit cards, that, that kind of stuff. All of a sudden people are turned off and they're like, we're not
0: going to do it. Well, and let me tell you something, you're saying this and, and it's actually something I, I kind of, it's it's all in the same uh realm is something uh i've been having a conversation about and i've been noticing too did you notice like the big push with companies and commercials lately and even um the government has gotten involved with this whole let's use ai technology like that's a little scary <laughs> <laughs> That's a little yeah. scary. Like, I, I mean, listen, it's great technology. But, don't get me wrong, but, but AI has been out there for a while. I don't think people recognized
1: it. Like, you know, the automated voice, like, hello, thank you for calling. If you mm-hmm. want to talk to John, press one. If mm-hmm. you want to talk to Sam, press two. That's AI in a sense. And it gets smarter as you build more stuff into it. Now, the most recent artificial intelligence that we're talking about is they put more substance behind it that if you try to trick it, it'll come back and say, that doesn't compute. You need to repeat right. it again. Right. But right. it's been out there for a while. I think it's just a lot more advanced these days than ever before.
0: It is. It definitely is. But that's for
1: another podcast. Dude, think about, I was reading- I, I, and I, I I truly like have um sometimes like it freaks me out a little bit what i'm thinking of something this is how ridiculous it is i'm thinking of something and i go on to facebook
0: oh i know i know exactly and it shows say. up i know i know or you just had this conversation and your phone was within distance yeah and you were talking about uh, god what were we talking about we were talking about so, oh we were talking about fire pits and what was out there. And then all of a sudden, fire pit advertisements started coming up on How social about media.
1: the grill you just told me about? Right. That all of a sudden, an advertisement for it comes up.
0: Yep. Yep. It's crazy. They're attached by the phones. And I don't know. Did you update your phone lately? I did. To, these, uh, to the 17? Yeah. So, like, there's a lot more, like, weird things now where you can, like, I can hold the top of my phone to the top of yours and we could share information. Like, I don't know. I would think that would be people stealing stuff, but whatever. I mean, that's a whole other thing. But,
1: but you know, I, and maybe I'm naive. Um, it's going to happen with or without your permission. People are yeah, upset no. about being videotaped. Yeah. I don't know if you ever see this guy. He's called the Long, Long Island Audit, where he goes around the country and he walks into public places with his video camera to ask very general questions, and people freak out. And Mm -hmm. he walked into um, an election that was going on. I forgot in what town. And the lady freaks out. She says, you can't be in here recording. This is confidential. And he's like, "Um, I don't understand what's confidential about this. It's an election. You can't. It's against the law. He says, what law is that? And of course, everybody throws that. Then a cop shows up or a retired cop shows up that's playing security for the election um, that day. And he says... This is illegal, you're trespassing, you need to leave before you get arrested. He said, and who's going to arrest me? He says, I'll arrest you. He says, you don't have the authority to arrest me, you're not a cop. So they call the police, and he tells them, you know, under the whatever amendment, blah, 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 I'm a reporter, I'm allowed to be here, and people freak out. And then he points out, he says, look, I'm standing here in this school, and I just counted 15 cameras. Why aren't you guys freaking out about that? Oh, well, that's different. So um, probably you, me, and everybody else, we all have these ring cameras, right? Now, again, ring cameras, um, if a crime happens in the area, apparently the police have the ability to go and subpoena that and be able to see Mm -hmm. what's recorded and what's not. So it's out there. I think if we become, I wouldn't say more accepting, but more understanding of it, it would make a lot more sense. If we take a look at that kid that um, escaped from the Pennsylvania prison, where how were they able to track him down? Through the ring cameras. Right. And they were able to get a better geolocation on him through the ring cameras. I don't know. I, I have a different thought about technology. I think it's great, but I think when it, when, as everything else, when you start abusing it, it takes a different turn. It takes a whole different process of thinking from people that either make them weaker or angrier so there's a lot to think about when it comes to the technology piece yeah uh,
0: and i think um you know where we got most of our technology from right russia the aliens come on man you gotta listen to the podcast There is something about
1: the aliens out in uh, one of the news breaks, um, and we'll talk about it maybe in a different podcast, I don't know if you saw it, that they have identified this area where they believe there was a firefight between
0: the aliens and people here on Earth. Nice. Nice. I bet that was a good firefight. I actually, I think I told you, I saw this documentary, it's called Independence Day? Yeah. Yep. Think about that. Speaking
1: uh, about factual news, you mean not, not actual news, not, not the other documentary called, Mar- uh, what was it? The uh, star Wars. M- all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thank uh, you, some George Lucas?
1: News- huh? Google. Thank, yes. Uh, no, thank you. George Lucas for that.
0: Yes. Yes. He's, um, he's actually a news reporter. Um, re- really good at what he does. Uh, factual news. We have some new listeners. Oh. In Salem, Salem, New Jersey, we have a listener. We have a listener in Swedesboro, New Jersey, Pensalkin, and West Orange, New Jersey. I'd like to thank you guys from Jersey Smarties Podcast for listening to our wonderful show. Wow. That is pretty yeah, awesome. We're all, yeah, we are pretty cool. We're getting out there, buddy. Very, very cool. Very all cool. right. So, New Jersey, you stay classy and have a great day on purpose. On purpose, everyone.